Hello and welcome everybody to Kirtliston Parish's podcast on Sunday the 26th of November. My name is James Taylor, I'm the youth and community worker here and I'll be bringing you today's message. Today we are looking at Jesus cleansing the temple which can be found in all four gospels but today's version comes from Mark 11 15 to 19. This is one of my favourite passages from the Bible. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? The chief priests And the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When the evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. Maybe short, but it's powerful. Powerful in a way that makes us challenge our views on many different issues today, theologically, socially and economically. Simply because... It makes us think, what would Jesus do? And what would Jesus do was very popular by Christian groups in the 90s and noughties. Sometimes you would see it on like colourful wristbands. It would say, what would Jesus do on it? And it was to get people to think about their own actions and if it was something Jesus would do. So, what did Jesus do in this passage? He very simply flipped over tables and chased people out of the temple for selling items in the temple. There is a motion and anger there by Jesus here. This is not the typical Jesus that we all know as a peaceful teacher and healer. This was a Jesus of action and emotion. Now, when we're listening and reading this passage of Jesus cleansing the temple, what was the first thing that popped into your mind? Was it you know, there's a lot of strong emotion here and strong imagery. So just take a second to think about the passage a little bit more. If you have to pause, pause and then and then press play. But what popped into your head when you reread or listened to the passage? Was it to do with why Jesus was flipping the tables over in the temple and chasing people out? Or was it why was Jesus, Jesus acting this way? Or you're curious of what what made Jesus so angry? Or was it this is unfair because these people were doing their job and this was perfectly allowed at the time? And people are just trying to make a living. Or could you not understand the reason behind Jesus' actions because this was so out of character from other aspects that we know of him through the Gospels. So what made Jesus angry? Reflecting on the issue of people selling goods in the temple, there was no real reason for Jesus to be mad, because the money changers and the people selling the goods were all kept in the temple complex. It was designed in part for the Jews and non-Gentiles, the non-Jews and Gentiles, to worship in. But Jesus was Jewish and could go to other parts of the temple complex where it would be quieter, there wouldn't be noise, smell, 
and wouldn't have to deal with people trying to sell him a dove or change his money to the right currency for the temple or sell him a knockoff Rolex. Giving a little bit more context with the temple complex might also help understand our reasoning as well. This the temple at the time, the temple complex where the market was held within the complex was the only place where non-Jewish people slash Gentiles could go to worship any other part of that temple and they would have been killed. But Jesus as a Jew could go to any part of the temple without that fear. So Jesus was not affected by this at all. So let's bring this up to 2023. The only place that you can worship God right now is on Zoom. Now imagine you're on Zoom, you've logged in, you're about to wait for the worship to start and all of a sudden there's all these other people on the, the Zoom call that are trying to sell you their, a TV, the newest Bible and something called a temple coin. While there's ads constantly going through the whole reflection or sermon and it can't let you enjoy it without some ad popping up to sell you something. And then all of a sudden, an ad pops up saying, to continue watching, you need temple coins. And you're like, oh no, what's a temple coin? And that random person earlier trying to sell me them, now I need these temple coins to access the rest of the sermon or reflection. And it costs 10 temple coins. You might be feeling really overwhelmed with the noise of all the people trying to sell you things, the confusion of why you need this special coin to listen to the sermon. So, you know, you'll be thinking at the time like what's a temple coin and cheek of that person asking halfway through the reflection for us for this temple coin also how much is one temple coin going to set me back and i need 10 all this to get closer to god this is a lot that's probably some of the emotions you or thoughts you might be having if that was a real scenario and you'll be thinking it's a little mad there were elements put up in place to, that were affecting your relationship with God. Yeah, but now imagine that was someone coming to faith and trying to navigate their understanding of, of the faith and try to develop a relationship with God and we've just put up all these barriers that affect your relationship with God. Again, this leads back to what would Jesus do? Jesus acted. Jesus can be seen acting on issues of injustice, an issue that does not affect him directly. So, we know what Jesus would do. Jesus would act on an issue that did not affect him directly, but what was the injustice? Jesus' reason was very simple. People's relationship with God was being affected negatively by the actions of others. So Jesus was and still is trying to protect that relationship that we have with God, that very sacred relationship. This teaching by Jesus is an act, even when doing something that does not affect him, but affects others and the relationship with God. He is teaching us that if something is affecting a relationship with God or somebody else's relationship with God, we need to act. Again, what would Jesus do? Jesus would act on injustice that affects people's relationship with God negatively. We can see this playing out throughout the world, from the Red Cross, Christian Aid and Tear Fund, going out to different parts of the world, helping people through natural disasters and famine, to even to a more local context of Christian groups supporting food banks, 
by making sure food gets out into the community where it's needed, raising money, being pick-up or drop-off points for food parcels or food collection, or even the work of Christians against poverty. They see the injustice of debt and poverty that can have in someone's life and that negative relationship that can be formed because of that with God. So what would Jesus do? Jesus was not affected by the markets in the temple where the non-Jewish people would go. At the same time, it was true that maybe some of us listening were not affected directly by some of the issues that I've just mentioned. But Jesus acted when people's relationship with God was being affected negatively by the action of others. When someone's relationship with God is being affected negatively by the actions of others, that does affect us. What will we do? Amen.